Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Ksenia. And we're the co-founders of Leone, a virtual skincare consultancy designed to help you understand your skin and what products to buy. This is our podcast, The Skin Interview, bringing you open, honest conversations around the noisy skincare industry. Want the lowdown on current skincare hot topics and key products to look out for? Each week, we interview industry brand authorities, personalities, and some of our go-to skin gurus covering the topics that really matter. To celebrate this upcoming season of The Skin Interview, we wanted to kick off the new series with a little podcast about skincare, of course, but also a few more personal things, sharing the ups and downs of our skin lately, our favorite and least favorite products, and I think just a general life update. Yes, I think this is such an exciting time um, speaking about skincare products and skincare regime because we are transitioning in a whole new season. Um, and so there's so many different adjustments that you can make and uh, we want you to help you uh, to transition the right way into the new season. But before that, I really wanted to ask Megan everything about the reopening of pubs and restaurants in London and ask you how it was. Yes. I mean, really, this is what everybody wants to know about, I think. Yeah, it's great. I've been going out for dinners, um, just eating at a restaurant, not having to clean up after yourself at home every meal is amazing. Um, I can't say that, you know, I'm I'm feeling very refreshed, but that's okay. Well, you're very lucky. Um, I'm still in Switzerland right now. And they have been, I think from Monday, they started to reopen also restaurants, uh, like outdoor seating, etc. And I'm going to my first restaurant experience since November on Sunday, which I'm very excited. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I had yeah. a restaurant experience last night. Honestly, it's just... <laughs> It's so great. I mean, the weather has really been amazing. And so I think if it was, you know, pouring with rain every day, it wouldn't be the same. But yeah, it's been so nice to just be outside. And then you're coming back to London soon. Yeah, so yeah. So we'll be reunited. Exactly. I'm super reunited happy with again. that. Super exciting. So what's going on with your life, Ksenia? Last time we did a little update like this, you were getting married. And so we were talking a lot about kind of bridal stuff. But talk me through it. What's been going on with you? So, yes. So last time we did a small podcast, we spoke about um, me getting married. I think it was after my wedding. And uh, I spoke a little bit about the products I use because obviously um, I think it's super exciting because right now everything is reopening also for brides. Um, and I guess it was such a stressful moment for everyone because, you know, you're a bit in the unknown. You don't know when you can plan your wedding, how many people you can invite. There's so many weddings still that gets canceled from my side of friends, which is crazy. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, the reopening and seeing that the world is slowly opening up is such a positive thing for all the brides out there. So I'm really with you guys. I, I know the stress <laughs> you went through and still going through. But yeah, like we... Uh, I decided to get married no matter what in December, and it was the peak of COVID in France, in Switzerland, and also in the UK, which was a bit crazy. And uh, and I think what was interesting um, compared to you know the the wedding that you imagine in your head is that all the pampering, you know, the makeup, the hair, like I had to do everything by myself, and um, which was I don't know interesting. Uh, but anyways, I wanted to have quite quite a natural look, anyways. So. It worked well, uh, but I didn't have like the best brushing of my life and like, you know, the best ma makeup. But when I look at the pictures, I'm like, oh, this is myself. And I kind of like, you know, this look. So that was nice. But I know that I promised to do a, a post, you know, and also a blog post about just generally what I was been using for my wedding and how I prepped my makeup, uh, which I'll do for sure. So 
for anyone that asks us on, on by DM on Instagram, I'll make sure to do it in the next weeks. I promise you guys, I'm not going <laughs> to let it go this time. I think at the very end of the last podcast, we highlighted some of the products. So if yeah, you do want to go back and fast forward um, to the end of that podcast, I know that we did cover some of the products, but yeah, we need a full tutorial, Xenia. And I, I think makeup tutorial would be a great one. Maybe we can like get ready together or something on on IGTV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, would that would be, be great. Idea. That would be great. Now that we actually have things to go to. Yeah, but I think guys will be like guys. I mean, everyone will be a bit disappointed because I really, I, I, I'm going to be completely honest with all of you. Like my makeup routine was exactly the same <laughs> as the one I'm doing every day. It was just like a, maybe I was taking a bit more time doing it to be careful, but it was exactly the same. I didn't do anything crazy, but for sure I'll, I'll share everything and and make sure to um to explain you exactly how I used every product. And, I'm and the you, type had of hair, person. you had hair drama too, didn't you? <laughs> I remember you I telling me such you're like, a hair I don't know what to do with my hair. I didn't know what to do because obviously I was at home. You know, I didn't have my hair dryer here. So I had to like use another one. And I didn't know if I wanted my hair to be straight or not. You know, it's it's difficult. So I just like basically one hour before getting to the, like to sign the papers, you know, for your wedding. So one hour before leaving my house, um, I just like washed my hair. Like I, I was in a hurry also. <laughs> So I really wasn't that organized. <laughs> so I wasn't in a hurry. I was Sydney like, oh my God, I have to do everything. Exactly. I dried my hair, you know, ups and down like this, like super, super easily. I didn't know what I was doing. And then um, what I do normally, actually, that's my trick is that I um, dry my hair and I just leave it a little bit moist. Like, you know, when it's still, like it's not fully, fully dry. And I just put it in a bun, a low bun on my head. And then it gives a little bit of curl, a little bit of movement, you know? So that's what I did. For For me, me, I would look like a full poodle. (laughs) Honestly, I have very naturally curly hair. And like this, Ksenia, it's one of those things too. It's it's like when people tell you like, oh yeah, my beauty secret is just drinking water. It's like- I know. Yeah, maybe for you. Like honestly, (laughs) but you have beautiful hair. So it worked out well for you. But I need to have like full, I need, you know me, I need an hour just for my hair. I know, but my hair was still, you know, because it was so long because I hadn't cut it because of the lockdown extra, I never had my hair that long so when I did this I was like yeah I'm gonna have nice curls when I arrived and obviously everything went down <laughs> it's in winter too so you don't have like the humidity etc so I was like well yeah you know what it's gonna be flat hair it's fine I'm just gonna go with it Here we and go. Um, you look beautiful that's it thank you so much so anything else now that you know house married life yes yeah, so um I really talked to Megan obviously but uh so after after my wedding, I didn't give any time for me or Harold to adapt to our normal life because I got pregnant three weeks after. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, guys, I'm pregnant. Um, it's going to be, I'm going to be four months next week, which is really exciting. But uh, I think it's because it's my first pregnancy. I don't show at all. So people are like, so shocked when I tell them. They're like, what? What do you mean you're pregnant? You're not pregnant. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, something honestly. In my belly. But I think it's normal. It's normal yeah. that it takes longer to, what it, like to, what do they say? To pop. To pop. But I have to say, all the other symptoms that you get, I experienced absolutely everything. So I knew I was pregnant. Um, I told Megan, because I haven't told to anyone uh, I wanted to wait to have, uh, you know, the there's like an important scan you do at 12 weeks to make sure that the baby's okay. So I wanted to wait uh, till announcing to everyone. So I even kept it a secret from Megan, even though I think Megan, she knew I, I knew. was pregnant. I yeah. knew. 
Ksenia, she would have she wouldn't have her camera on ever for meetings. And I was like, this is a bit weird. Like, does she I'm so confused why she doesn't want her face on on meetings. And I was like, hmm, maybe she's not feeling well. And then we had a few like, you know, moments in real life and she wasn't drinking. But then it was my birthday and we had Bloody Marys. And so she did have one, but it turns out it was a virgin. She had yeah. snuck a virgin one. And I was like, my my, you know, my theory is totally blown. She's not pregnant. She was drinking Bloody Mary. Um, but no, I definitely suspected, and I, I, I felt like you weren't, yeah, you weren't, you didn't have like the same energy because you really did no, not feel good. Did I you? was as if I was hangover for two months. It was absolutely horrible. Like the morning sickness that you get, like everything that you read online, you're like, oh yeah, I'm sure, you know, I'm, I was like that. I'm sure it's not that bad. You know, people are just being dramatic. Yeah. You're just like a bit <laughs> sick, but actually you really feel like you're hangover and like you can't like, you know, like those bad hangover you get after like 10 shots of vodka and you're just like, yes, I get dying them horribly. Exactly. Imagine this, that never ends, you know, there's like no light at the end of the channel. You're just like, okay, how long it's going to last, you know? <laughs> and I was calling my gynecologist like, is this really normal? Because I don't feel I'm experiencing the same level as, as other people. She's like, no, no, like it's completely fine. This is it. Um, yeah. This is what, what happens. But um, most of the people I told actually, so I, I, I started to tell to everyone yesterday, all of my friends, everyone told me the same thing. Of course we knew, like... When is not Ksenia drinking? So that's the reputation no, I have. Honestly. It's crazy. I was like, no, what do honestly, you mean, guys? So <laughs> yeah. And I said something to you. I was like, oh, can't you just not wait for like, you know, a club to reopen or like, to like go out to a bar? And you were like, I can't think of anything worse. I was like, okay, she's pregnant. She doesn't feel good. <laughs> because I was in my hangover phase. So for me, like anything that I had to do, you know, with alcohol and I couldn't eat properly, I actually lost more weight than gaining during the f first three months, but apparently it's it's completely normal. But now I'm feeling better. I still have a bit, I think I'm in the middle now, still have a bit like ups and downs, but nothing compared to, to what I had in the beginning. And I think uh, why I wanted to talk about this, because originally when we recorded the first episode with Megs, this episode, I didn't want to mention I was pregnant, but yeah, I so this did is a re-record. Exactly. This is a re-record because basically we recorded an entire episode, you know, of us talking and doing a little life update, which I have zero life updates. So we're just not even <laughs> going to cover my life update. <laughs> you know, having fun, just on my own, whatever. Um, but yeah, Ksenia was talking about her skin and how it's been like really crazy in the past couple of months. Um, but we hadn't said that you were pregnant. And so now, now that you're more comfortable to talk about, um, you know, the pregnancy, we're going to talk about your skin and what you've been doing. Obviously, you've had to kind of change your routine um, completely. And so talk us through what's been going on with your skin through pregnancy, because you have all the tools, right? Because you know exactly what needs to be done. And yet still with the hormones and everything, um, it's been a, a challenge. Yeah, because, you know, we, we wanted to explain how we um, basically update our skincare regime with the new upcoming season. And it just didn't feel right when we recorded the first time that, you know, I was mentioning my skin issues, like everything that happened in the past month and also how I adjusted my skincare regime when the deep reason behind was because I was pregnant, you know, and is because I'm pregnant. So... That's why I wanted to uh, redo it, just to make sure that I'm being honest with everyone. Because uh, when you are pregnant, there's so many adjustments you need to do also in your skincare regime. And I think people don't realize it. And to be honest with you, Megs, I was quite surprised that when I went to see, uh, you know, my gynecologist here in Switzerland and also someone else in London. 
And when I ask question about skincare, and I knew all the answers already, you know, but you just want to reinforce your knowledge. Yeah. Exactly. Just to make sure you know exactly what you need to avoid. And they were like, oh, yeah, you know, everything is fine to use. And I was just mm -hmm. like, no, it's not fine to use. Like retinol, you can't use it, you know, or sunscreen. There's some adjustment you can make to make sure that you're protecting enough your skin. So for me, I was a bit frustrated, but also a bit angry because I feel I felt like there's so many things you need to think about with your skincare regime when you're pregnant and not having someone professional tell you, you know, like even just, you know, maybe read online or, you know, actually there's a dermatologist you can see and ask questions, but as if it was completely fine to use everything. And also that not that changes weren't happening. I think that that's exactly. something too, because we have so many women. I, I mean, also a lot of our clients actually tell us that we're one of the first people that they tell that they're pregnant before they've even told their friends because they come to us and they're like, look, my skin is freaking out. Um, you know, I'm having these breakouts. It's uh, quite reactive. We have a lot of women who say, you know, my skin feels more like sensitive um, to, to everything. And so definitely having someone that can, can like guide you along the process. Obviously you had me and I, I kind of knew, and I was testing you again. I was like, oh, have you tried using <laughs> retinol for the breakouts? And you're like, Nope, no, nope, haven't been using that. I'm like, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have it anymore. But, but what happened? Where were your breakouts? Because you you have a combination skin, and you would get unusual breakouts sometimes if you you know had a change in your diet or maybe had I don't know were stressed or not sleeping as well. But where were your breakouts with this? And and what have we kind of done? And what have you done to adjust things? I think you know it was a mix of many things together because. Um, for sure, I think that hormonal breakouts did happen because of hormones. And I did have like, I think at some point I had like maybe, you know, a few breakouts on my cheeks, on my forehead, also on my chin, which I never really get all of them together. Sometimes it's just one, like, you know, I maybe get max one or two per month. But this time, like I really experienced, I was like, okay, this is not normal. And I knew it was because of hormones. But there's other changes that happen. And I think it's because... Generally speaking, your lifestyle changes a lot too. So since I wasn't eating properly because I was sick or because I was tired, you know, like all of those, all of those different things that happens in your day to day have a huge impact on your skin too. And I realized that not only I had, you know, breakouts, but suddenly I had way more congestion than usual. Um, I was really tired. My skin was very dehydrated because I wasn't drinking enough water either. You know, like you, you really feel like you're sick and you can telling your skin that's why i think i didn't was i wasn't putting my video on, on meetings because i was like I, I just can't see my face you know <laughs> i need to sort it out yeah and and this whole like pregnancy glow because some women obviously get it some people feel the complete opposite so what is your what is your feeling towards that kind of like label pregnancy glow you know there's one thing i'm gonna say with pregnancy is that it's really hard to navigate with everything in general and also with those type of statements, you know, with those type of things that normally people experience, for example, oh, you know, at 14 weeks, you're going to feel that and that. And I think that there's really no general rule because it's so unique to one person to another. And also uh, there aren't, it's like educating someone, there aren't any golden rules written down somewhere that everyone follows, you know, everyone is just listening to the body and they just like do what they think it's best. Um, and that's why I felt a bit overwhelmed and, and lost, you know, at the same time, because normally I like to follow one thing, you know, I read one study, I'm like, okay, I get that this ingredient is better than the other. So I have to go with it, but here it's a bit different. So with the glow for sure, like, you know, I have those apps now that tells you where you are about in your pregnancy, what changes you might feel. 
And what are, what what's the fruit this week? The fruit this week, I think it's a lemon, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I have to check. <laughs> Maybe your baby was an apple. avocado the other day. No, avocado is later on. It wasn't an avocado. Oh, it's later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's later on. Yeah, I have like a full fruit spectrum. I'll share with you, Megs. I'll send you screenshots every week if you want to. So oh my you know gosh, please. Guys, I um, love babies. I'm living so vicariously through Xenia. I'm so broody. And honestly, like, I just cannot wait. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, and so I read something in one of the apps saying like, oh, you might experience your pregnancy glow now. You feel much better. You don't have any more breast tenderness. Like it's the golden trimester. And I was like, mm, well, I'm not really feeling all those things right now. <laughs> That's not really me. So I think it's very different from one person to another. But definitely, I feel like my skin is much better now than it was before. Um, and I don't, I, for sure, I changed a few products and I had to, you know, because there's many ingredients I had to stop using. But I think it's just also um, feeling better physically, you know, like being able to eat normally and drinking water because that's, for me, that's had a huge impact on my skin, generally speaking. So definitely going back to a normal type of lifestyle really helped me. Yeah. And so what ingredients did you cut out and what ingredients have you been incorporating? And then I obviously want to talk about like our favorite products and stuff a little bit later, but talk me through just like the ingredients and how you've adjusted that way. Mm -hmm. So again, like there's so many different opinions, arguments, studies about ingredients. So it's very hard to navigate and and, and know exactly like what's going to arm you, what's not going to arm you. I think that generally, generally speaking, retinol is like it's best to avoid because it does go through your bloodstream and it can impact the development of your baby. Um, and even if you have to, you know, apply a certain amount, etc., like you never know what's the concentration in one product. You never know, you know, what can happen with it. Yeah, because they haven't tested on pregnant. This is the whole thing: is that yeah. um, you know they haven't tested on pregnant women because they don't want to risk that. And so I think that that's that's where there's. The uncertainty is not worth the risk. And so I think with retinol specifically, even if even if it, like, it has to be in super high amounts or whatever, as we've said, like it's just best to avoid um, for sure. And many doctors do say um, to avoid retinol during pregnancy yeah. just because. Yeah. Yeah, 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 they do. And and I think like if you go to a pharmacy or if you want to buy a, a, a moisturizer somewhere, if you do, like for me, pharmacy is best because people are more experienced uh, in the sense that they know, you know, in what France to recommend. Too, no? Yes, in France. They know what to recommend to, to pregnant women, et cetera. I have this pharmacy next to my house. I just love it. And the, the woman there like knows all of my family. So it's super easy to speak. So if you know someone trustworthy, like it's easier to navigate through products. Um, but yeah, I, I think retinol, that's the first thing, one, the golden rule I would say to avoid. But then like there's certain ingredients, it really depends on, you know, um, everyone's opinion. So for example, uh, I read an article from a dermatologist saying that you should not use it, you should not use BHA, so beta hydroxy acids, uh, which is actually great for those, you know, prone to unusual breakouts Breakout. and digestion. Yeah, this is so the whole I just thing like, is it's mm, one thing that fine. you would you would want. Yeah, and it's it's some so th that one is a controversial one because some people say no, and then other people say you know two percent's fine, but anything above that, which actually in the UK you can't do, but in America you can have like four percent BHA. You can definitely have higher percentage in peels and things like that. But um, yeah, I think that for again, it's one for us that we to our clients we say better safe than sorry. Let's let's find an alternative for that. Exactly. But it's true that many studies have shown that actually 2% is fine. And 
what's bad for your skin is if you get a treatment somewhere and you have, you know, a professional grade DHA, when then it can really have an impact on your skin. But then the only problem is that even if you know this ingredient is quite safe, you don't know like how much you can apply. You don't know how many times per week you can use it. You don't know how it's going to. So I prefer to just leave the stress out um, and just avoid, you know, all of those controversial ingredients because in my head, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to use something. And then, you know, like, I know it's stupid, but I'm like that. You feel something is wrong and you're like, oh my God, maybe it's because of that, you know? So I just want to remove all the potential source of stresses. So that's and why I feel I'm like it's that. already really stressful anyways. Like just don't add additional stress. <laughs> exactly. Like there's a million other things that you're worrying about. So yeah. if, it, if that's going to like eliminate that, you know, give you peace of mind, I think that that's important. And in terms of SPF as well, again, you know, like we said, like it's, it's difficult because they haven't tested um, on pregnant women and the, the kind of articles are more, I think, opinion pieces and things like that from dermatologists. And, um, so I think that SPFs, we do recommend switching to a mineral SPF. I've had, I have a lot of pregnant, um, clients uh, that have gone through pregnancy and breastfeeding with me, which is so fun to, to see them kind of go through the whole, the whole journey. Um, I love it. And I know Xenia, you have clients as well. That it's the same, but but mineral SPF is something that we we switch out to. And I think I think that women during pregnancy as well, like in terms of the category, what what category of products are you kind of using, Sen? I use a bit of everything. I just like for me the main thing was to make sure that the formulation was right for me and was safe for me to use. So for example, we talked about retinol. So what I did is that I got the Biosense, you know, uh Bakuchol serum which is quite popular and I always wanted to try. So I'm using that one instead as like an anti-aging type of treatment time to time during the week. For the BHA, I uh, had to say goodbye to my 2% palace choice, which I absolutely love. So it was, it was really hard, but I had to. And I replaced it with the glycolic exfoliant that you're using to make from Exuviant, which you mentioned you're loving it. And uh, safe to use glycolic acid too. Most of AHAs are safe to use during pregnancy and PHAs too. It's really BHAs that um, can be harmful in some cases. And then sunscreen. I've been using the sunscreen from Skin Ingredients, so the mineral one, uh, since I think November. And uh, I love it. And still now I can use it because it's mineral. It has a 50 SPF. And something that I mentioned to you, Megs, which really surprised me is that something I learned recently is that being in the sun doesn't only raise the risk of having hyperpigmentation and melasma or like the pregnancy mustache or mask, not mustache, the pregnancy yeah, mask. Yeah, mask, which we, we don't love that term, but definitely um, pigmentation is something that, that can come with pregnancy. You get this kind of um, melasma that may go, um, may go after your pregnancy and breastfeeding, but it also, you know, sometimes only just fades. So it is, it is something that also uh, women come to us with that they're, they're worried about. And there is not that much that you can do actually, unfortunately. No, there isn't. Um, but also the sun actually breaks down the folic acid that you can have in your body and folic acid, especially the 12, the first 12 weeks of your pregnancy are essential to ensure that I'm not going to go in depth, but just the development of your baby in general. And that's why that's a vitamin it's recommended to take from the moment you become pregnant and, and pregnancy even, supplements and stuff. Exactly. Even recommended before, like if you want to conceive, it's recommended to already take it just to make sure that you have this vitamin in it. And so the sun can also break down the folic acid. So that's why not only you have to protect your skin, but also just avoid as much as you can the sun, especially in peak hours, 
because that can be detrimental for your health, generally speaking. So that was quite surprising to know. Definitely. And so just while we're on um, the topic of like changing skin, and obviously your skin has changed so much um, with pregnancy, and I think it will continue to do so, you know, throughout, you know, as you enter the second trimester, which is so exciting. Um, I also want to just touch on uh, seasonal changes as well, because obviously this is a season of your life um, to be metaphorical, but also the seasons are changing right now. And we do have a lot of clients as well uh, whose skin is feeling much more dry and tight and getting a lot of flaking. Lots of people are complaining about their skins flaking and feeling dry and tight. And this is because of the weather change too. So, you know, we've gone from kind of wintry cold weather to then hot weather. So, you know, there's so many different skin moods that your skin can go through with women. Of course, our hormones, you know, throughout our life are going to change a lot with pregnancy and things like that. Then also just generally speaking, seasonal changes, lifestyle changes, they have a huge impact. So I know that just my routine change, um, which has not been, not been nearly as drastic as Xenia's, but just kind of not working, just working from home and going out and about and going for drinks and things like that. Um, has had a huge impact on my skin. So if you're feeling that, it is normal, um, but you can make some adjustments. So we're going to talk about um, our favorite products now that we are kind of trialing and using and how we are adjusting to the seasons and also how Xenia has adjusted to pregnancy and some of her favorite products. So Xen, do you want to start with your favorite kind of products that you've been trialing? I know you've mentioned the skin ingredients, mineral SPF, which I just wanted to side note. Um, Mineral SPFs do tend to leave a little bit of a white cast, so for darker Fitzpatrick skin types, that is probably not the best one. However, it's really difficult not to find not to find a white cast with mineral SPF. So watch this space. There's so much innovation in terms of SPF, but I think that mineral ones, it's quite difficult. Um, and then you've also mentioned the um, Exuvian's glycolic polish, which is also known as the triple microdermabrasion. Um, they've done that kind of brand change, but I've been using that and I have rosacea prone skin and it's totally fine for me to use like once every 10 days. And I feel amazing after I use it. It is like my, it's my definitely, I think my star kind of, you know, product, uh, of the moment. So definitely one that we, and it's not actually a new product at all. It's just new to us, isn't it? But loving that. And then what else, Xenia, have you been using? Uh, me, I have been, yeah. So I think that if I have to, how can I explain that? Yeah, so the different products I've used, um, I've been trying, but I've started trying it this week, so it's a bit early to explain exactly how I feel about it, but the um, Biosense uh, Bakuchol uh, Retinol Alternative Serum, which for now I really like. I still think it's a bit, for me, maybe a bit too creamy on the skin. You know, it doesn't feel oh, like is a it serum. creamy, not oily? Or... It's creamy, yeah. It's with squalene, so it's a bit creamy, yeah, exactly. So... It's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can't, I don't feel, um, I'm going to be honest, I just need to use it for two, three more weeks just to make sure that, uh, you know, I can, I can tell you the difference in my skin and how it feels, feels etc. But yeah, I was quite surprised with the texture of it, but liking it already. And then other product that I really love. So when I was experiencing my unusual breakouts, hormonal breakouts, and I was really down, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> What's happening with my body and my skin? You're sending me pictures too. <laughs> yeah. I actually went to um, a skincare shop here in Switzerland. So we don't have as much choices as in the UK, but I was super glad to find that they had Pi skincare. And um, I was actually, I, I got the All Becomes Clear, which I don't, I'm not a big fan of the name because I think it's a bit misleading. Like doesn't, nothing becomes suddenly clear. 
whatever. But uh, it contains copaiba and zinc, and I love zinc. Um, I think it's a great ingredient to target not only unusual breakouts, but to really uh, have some anti-inflammatory properties too, which is very important if you want to ease down a breakout. So I've been trying this product for the past three weeks, and I did feel a difference in my skin. Uh, but I wasn't, I was using it every day for a while because I did have this type of congestion in my skin, usual breakouts, so I really wanted to control it. But then because my skin is combination, yeah, falls in the combination type and because my skin right now is more calm than usual, um, I just, I'm just using it now maybe every two to three nights, uh, but not as much as before because my skin doesn't need it basically. Um, you know what I love about skin ingredients? What I love about this brand is that they tell you straight away if a product is pregnancy safe or not. And I can tell you that going on cold beauty and trying to find, for someone who doesn't know how to read formulation, let's say, trying to find pregnant friendly product is almost impossible because no one really says pregnant friendly, you know, or pregnancy safe. And I think it's really hard to then as a customer to really find the products. And I'm not saying that we, uh, like, I, I hate plugging in consultation, but it just feel normal at this point. It's just that with the consultation that we're doing, I think they're amazing. And even speaking to you after I announced you that I was pregnant about products, etc., is that we know how to read formulation. And I can't tell you the number of products that didn't mention anything that I could have buy. You know, I could be like, oh, I'm maybe going to try this. That contains ingredients like retinol hiding in it that can be harmful. So I think it's yeah. super important to have or an expert a BHA view. willow exactly. bark extract. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is a derivative. So that's what BHAs are derived from. And so I think, yeah, definitely that's that's part of what we we do at the consultation. Just guide you along and just finding I think alternatives then to that and being like, okay, well, can I use azelaic acid or can I use niacinamide or you know what what is safe, what is not safe? I think it's really really hard to navigate. And it's not going all to natural organic products because instantly in your head, you're like, I want, I don't want to arm my baby. I'm going to do like the natural way because even those products, they can contain essential oils that can be also harmful for your baby. So it's more about choosing the right products. So I think that now I finally found a way to have quite a good routine. Exactly. For pregnancy, but also for spring, which was a bit like hard to, to find. Um, especially by myself, Megs, because you were not here to help me out <laughs> I <know. laughs> because I haven't told you. <laughs> but um, but now I feel like I, I got it, and I think it's it will be um, it will be intense if I go one product by other. But what I'll do is that maybe I can do a story and explaining you know my skincare regime at the moment and what products I'm using. I think that would be best. Definitely, we have to see this. Me, so my skin, as I've said, I've just been going out for dinners and things like that and dating, which is, I think, kind of stressful. And so um, I have had like some weird texture issues on my forehead that I think is just from lifestyle change and just like kind of, you know, going back to like this being busy. And what I've done is that I've been treating my skin locally a lot more, which I used to not really do as much, but I've been, you're going to be proud of me with my typology. I I'm obsessed with typology at the moment. It's very affordable. It's not as sciencey in terms of like the brand generally. It's a little bit more like, well, it's much cooler than I think a lot of the brands that I usually use. But I love the packaging. I love the formulations. They're very simple and it's pretty to the point in terms of what they do. So I've been using um, their niacinamide on my forehead and I'll just put it on my forehead. Um, 
you know, after I cleanse and then I'll, I'll do, you know, my kind of, uh, pestle and mortar hydrating serum. And then I'll actually do two different moisturizers on my face. I'll do a lighter gel on my forehead and then I'll do a kind of heavier, um, on the rest of my face because I am feeling dry, but then I'm, you know, congested on my forehead. So definitely like, I know that that might really stress people out, you know, Oh, what do I do on this area and this area? But for me, I obviously know what to put on each area. And so I've been having to do that, um, a lot more than I used to, but I'm, yeah, I'm loving the typology stuff. I really like their hyaluronic acid as well. It will be very hard for any, um, hyaluronic acid to ever beat my pestle and mortar. Like I'm obsessed with it. But yeah, that's, that's one. And then I've also been, um, trialing a few different things. The Medicate PHA tonic I have been trialing, which I actually. Oh yeah. You said that you love that. And actually we're yeah. going to do a podcast about BHA, uh, PHA, right? PHAs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. PHAs is a podcast to come. So stay tuned for that one. Polyhydroxy acids, they're bigger molecular weight, um, than AHAs, alpha hydroxy acids. And basically they are really good at moisturizing the skin while exfoliating, And a lot of these um, kind of PHAs that are coming out, they do actually have AHAs hidden in them as well. So just don't be fooled by that. But I'm really, I am liking that one. Um, And then I think, I think that that's kind of it. You know, I have my Paula's Choice things that I rotate in and out, my little boosters, my um, SkinCeutical Serum 10, which I love um, for kind of protecting against UV, which I mean, you should be wearing it all year round anyways. Uh, and then there's so many cool SPF brands and SPF, um, launches that have been coming out. Ultraviolet is a new brand that's at space and K and they have some good, um, options that we have been getting feedback that don't leave, um, a white cast, which is amazing. Uh, but still watch the space. So really exciting things from them and whatever, what other things? I think that's it really. There's a lot out there. There's so much out there. There's also one product I mentioned actually in the, in the first Attempt of the podcast we did in our um, in our dress rehearsal brainstorm. Exactly, um, it was the youth to the people. You know the vitamin C serum and it contains fifteen yes. percent of vitamin C. It contains caffeine too. And for me, that was a great addition in my skincare regime. Especially, I went on holidays for two weeks. That's allowed actually in Switzerland. So <laughs> she <laughs> wasn't breaking break rules. I wasn't breaking rules, but. Um, but it was great because it was very light, very hydrating too. And it went straight into my skin. And that felt great, especially now, like sort of spring, summertime. And great to layer with a moisturizer and a sunscreen too. Is there anything else, Xenia? I think that we've covered most things. No, I just wanted to speak about one thing. Is that now that the beauty industry is reopening with everything, yes. which is super exciting. And in Switzerland, actually, they, they understand women on a deeper level because everything was open through <laughs> the entire time, which was nice. Only thing that were open, actually. Everything else was closed, restaurants, etc. So that was I quite love that. cool. I love that. Um, but... I wanted to ask you because I'm coming back to London in one week and I'm super excited to get some treatments and I'm thinking that you are also excited. So I wanted to ask you, what are your, let's say, top three treatments that you can't wait to get? Oh my gosh. Well, okay. I mean, I couldn't wait to get a bikini wax. Not that I look forward to it. Actually, I hate it. It's full torture, but it was the first thing. I literally did it on the Monday morning. Yeah, it had to be done. So I did that. I got my eyebrows waxed. A manicure, pedicure, which I think that Xenia laughs at me because I just, um, I hate the admin of getting a manicure, pedicure. I don't enjoy it. I don't think it's a fun thing to do. It's not relaxing to me. So that was another bit of admin. So that's like the boring stuff (laughs) that I feel like I had to do. 
And then treatments in terms of like facial treatments and stuff that I'm really excited about. So Pamela Marshall at Mortar and Milk, uh, which I know I bang on about her all the time, but she's my full skin guru. And just really like if I'm feeling dull or, you know, my skin's just feeling like it needs a a little kind of boost, uh, she's my go-to. So I will definitely be booking in uh, there. She sometimes gets cancellations last minute. So that's what I'm banking on is that she'll get, she posts on her story when she does because she's booked up for months. So I'm banking on that. And then uh, Face Gym is my more kind of, um, it's more affordable in terms of just like cost in general. And I also like it because it's not definitely not a relaxing treatment, but it does, I feel like it really does kind of sculpt you. And you feel a difference. You just feel lighter. I don't know how to explain it afterwards and very hydrated. So I do their cryo facial. So before an event, back when events were actually a thing or, you know, now it's like before going out for dinner, which is like the most exciting thing ever, I will be getting a face gym treatment. And then is there anything else? I would love to get a hydrofacial. There isn't anywhere in London um, that like I stick to in terms of my hydrofacial. I jump around quite a bit to try different ones, but I will be booking in the hydrofacial treatment somewhere, um, probably just local, uh, maybe the Cavendish Clinic or something. You know, what's so funny is that um, since the since we met with Max and we set up the business, so we do have like a very, of course, like we love all things skincare, like all categories, all things, but we, we, we are quite different in what we like too, you know, personally. Like you oh love... Gosh, yeah treatments that really works like cosmetical brands you know things that you know yeah. you can trust and me i'm a bit like woo, you know i'm navigate for different things i love natural you want, like, products the, the music in the background and yeah. like the foot massage <laughs> that goes with it and, like that's all exactly and like, the treatment nope. i'm gonna talk about that's exactly the treatment. <laughs> yeah so what are you gonna what have you booked in for because it's gonna be totally different than mine exactly so me i love a a, a girl named holly she works she used to work at on the beauty on Westman grove but um sadly they closed i think because because of COVID, but she moved so sad, to yeah. super sad to Buddhism, and she's amazing because she gives you a full treatment for your skin. So she does use different technology. It's not Megan, also you know all, as you can imagine, <laughs> like songs behind etc. But it's it's quite serious too. Um, so it feels like you're really getting a proper facial. But what I like is that the ambience, you know, it's like you have a little music behind. There's a candle, like you. There's a whole sensorial uh, experience and it's super holistic too. So she gives you some recommendation, you know, like in your lifestyle journey speaking, what you can do, which we do too, of course. But it's just nice to have someone, you know, that has the same type of uh, mindset that we do. Um, and while you have your ma- your mask on your skin, she always like masses your hands or your feet. So you never feel like really left over. I hate when you do a facial treatment, they apply a mask and they leave the room. I'm like, no, please don't leave me alone here. Yeah, what I can do this (laughs) Exactly. What am I doing here? And you're just like thinking about everything you have to do and you have like this mask on your face that prevents you from everything. So that's my little fear every time I get a a treatment. Please don't leave me in here alone. Exactly. But then uh, what else? I think that's the main treatment I'm really excited to get. I actually didn't get any bro shape since the first lockdown, so I need to do something. Yeah, they do, but I just need, I just want to take them a little bit, you know, like very natural. Yeah, and you're like, eyeshadow and stuff just goes on so much better when you've had it kind of cleaned up, you know? Mm -hmm. Then it it looks, you look a bit fresher too, you know? Even if it's very natural, you just look like neat. Agreed. I used to do like the full thing with tints, etc., but I stopped because then it doesn't look that natural. 
Yeah, my eyebrows are just so dark. And my hair is darker now. I used to be very blonde and now I've gone brown hair. I have my my um, hair appointment next Tuesday. I was like, Sydney, I'll be on my emails, but it's very important that I get my hair cut with Andrew at Harry's. He's like my all-time favorite person. Um, and he was booked up until then. So exciting times. Things are opening up. We can go get our hair done. We can go get a manicure pedicure, even though I don't find it fun, but it has to be done. And yeah, that's what we'll be doing. I think that that's it from us. Yeah, I would just say that for all the, because we touched down about brides, uh, you know, and like the the weddings that are going to reappen soon, etc. But um, just to say that we are going to come with some very exciting content for all the blossoming brides out there. So we're going to be here for you guys. And of course, if you have any question about your skin or if you want to set up uh, quite a good skin program with us just to make sure that your skin is on point for the big day, um, don't hesitate to contact us. We have Disco Recalls of 10 minutes where you can just, you know, speak to someone and just explain exactly what you what your skin needs are. What you're looking for. Exactly. And we can help you to make the right choice. Um, so I, I have to say that having Megan by my side, so my little personal skin mentor at all times <laughs> was super helpful during that time too, because, um, it helps, you know, sometimes you're like, you get very excited. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to do this treatment. And Megan was like, no, no, you're not doing that. I was it's like, you're changing your things way too much. Exactly. It's so hard to take your own advice, you know? So I think that you, you sometimes just need an external person to come in and be like, no, 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 this is the plan. Let's put it together. And that's what, that's what a skin mentor is there for. And so I think that that's what makes us really different from just going to a beauty counter or even going to an esthetician is that we're, we're there to kind of, you know, hold your hand on the whole journey, whether that be through pregnancy or, you know, your engagement and your wedding and all of that. So yeah, definitely there for you guys. Our, our prices and our, our skin programs are all online um, at leone.co. So you can check it out there. And then also, if you have any questions, you can um, slide into our DMs at lionne.ldn. And yeah, just stay tuned for our season two. Um, we're going to be talking about a multitude of things, but sustainability, 2021 spring and summer trend forecast, which is really exciting polyhydroxy acids like we said and other exciting skincare ingredients that are kind of trending we're going to talk about pro-aging beauty tech there's so much so definitely stay tuned subscribe and leave a review if you like what we're doing and we will talk to you all very soon and if you want us to post um, anything about different content or any ideas you have any question like please make sure to dm us we love receiving like new ideas new topics uh, and we always try to include them everywhere so don't hesitate, don't be shy, just uh, message us. Yay. All right. Thank you. Bye, Thank everyone. Bye-bye.